What's happening, everybody? And welcome to Moments with the Mobleys. I am your man, Johnny Mobley Jr. I'm his wife, Deidre Mobley. And we something like an ordinary couple. With extraordinary purpose. Greetings, salutations, accolades, and blessings. How y'all doing tonight? I'm all right. Y'all want to know how I'm doing? I'm all right. Hey, baby. Hey, sweetie. You all right? I'm good. How are you? I'm all right. Mm-hmm. You sure? I'm good. You miss me? I'd always miss you. Let me tell y'all what the man of God be doing. He be answering the phone in the in the mid-morning when I call him to check on him at work. And he be having his sexy voice on. I, I just be talking my regular voice, you know what I'm saying? What, like, that's not your regular voice, sir. My regular voice. What's up, baby? <laughs> What's up, baby? <laughs> Who used to say that, Martin? <laughs> What? I'm trying to think. Well, he played a pimp or something. Yeah, was, yeah. What's up, baby? <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. That is hilarious. Um, so, guys, today is, um, we are, what's today, Tuesday? It's two days before a national holiday. What's that national holiday? It's Queen's birthday. She will be turning 51 with me. Hey, turn up, turn up. That means go in my bed early. That's pretty much what it means. <laughs> we, we, we busy, y'all. We is, we, we is busy. So, so what does that mean? What you gonna give me for my birthday? I got something. Did I turn my pack off or is it still on? I'm all right. I think I'm okay. Okay. Um, which, so what you, what we doing for my birthday thing? Mm. I know Saturday we got to go to the beach, right? We have, uh. We'll come, we'll come on, we'll, we'll stop and get a little breakfast or something. And then come home and go to bed. Take a nap. You don't want that? Okay. I just want to be where you are. Well, that's what happened. That's what I want. Because me and you should never part. Marty da da, ain't no mountain, ain't no sea. Hi, oh, that's not the song. Marty, well, what was you about to say? Ain't no mountain high. That's not what I was about to say. I was oh, gonna see Marty da da. Oh, I don't know that song. From Color Purple. Yeah, you know Color Purple right now. I don't know Color Purple like that. I think I watched Color Purple one time. I was mad at the dude, so why? Cause he was treating the women crazy. Oh. That that's a, a that movie is a whole national staple. I said, I mean, y'all could have got together. You can you can right, cut so, that joke on his Achilles tendon, so he couldn't walk. You crazy? The man was just playing his part, and he played it well. You talking about Danny Glover? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nothing but death will keep me from her. I ain't like Danny on there. There's a lot going on. Yeah. Um. So, guys, we are going to talk about um, why couples need other couples. Mm. And y'all might be like, well, what that mean? We don't need no other couple. But we had, um, and this is, I'll preface it with this. I'm not going to go in depth about um, what it was. But we had the opportunity to go. Uh, this past weekend and fellowship with 
some other couples Emporium. Emporium to them. Um, and we stayed at this one one location. And if you all have followed me, y'all probably think I'm like the most extroverted person in the world. But it's kind of hard for me to I wouldn't I mean I I, I can do it and I it, I think it's more I find it harder for me to introduce myself to somebody first and start a conversation. Sometimes I, I do I, I do I find myself doing it, but a lot of times maybe somebody will introduce themselves to me first and then they strike up a conversation or they'll ask a question and it's if it's something that I'm interested in, then they got me. And then I'll be trying to make myself be quiet. But for the most part, I, um, I'll i just, you know, go and just be there. And if I'm not the type, I, my husband can, you know, greet people, start conversations like that. He's a little bit better than, than that than I am. It's a little awkward for me. And so when we... We went, we ended up going, and I, you know, I, I pushed some of my fears aside, and we ended up staying the weekend. It was, it was, a, it was a lot of fears. First, the fear was us going and talking to a bunch of people we ain't know. That's the first fear. And staying there. And then the whole thing about all of us staying in the one house, that was the other fear. So I, I knew for sure. But I told her, I, I fell a pool this time. And she said she did too, so we went. And tell them, tell them, tell them how you, how, how was your time there? Well, like I said, I want I'm not going in depth about it because you mm -hmm. know what happened there stays there. But it was, it was God. It was an amazing time, and so I thanked Johnny for really because there are times when decisions need to be made about. Certain things to go somewhere or not to go, invited, you know, to do this, that, or the other. And you do take my feelings into consideration yeah. because you'll call me and you'll be like, babe, we were invited to this place. And then I'm you know, trying to say, well, let me pray about it. Let me, you know, let's go to the Lord, see what he say. And this one, I think I was telling somebody, this, this. This time when you called, it was like, even though you did, you, I did say, well, baby, let me go pray about it. Let me, and then we'll, we'll, we'll come back together because you were at work and I was running some errands and I did. And I knew shortly after that, it would, you know, that the, he, the Lord had, you know, cleared it and said, yeah, go. But I think I told, I think I told you this, like from what I, what it, what it sounded like when you, when you called me. You was basically saying, I hear the Lord on this, and I, yeah. I don't need you to fight me on this one. Yeah. <laughs> so I know when when that conversation is going to come up versus when you tell me if you want to go or not. When you, yeah. you know, when you be kind of leery. And so I know that this wasn't one. And so I will say this, that, you know, that the Lord met us there, and it was an amazing time. New friendships developed, um, new old relationships restored. Yeah. Um, and it was just, it was a great time from the be literally the beginning to the end. It was a great time. 
And so I looked up, because y'all know I'm always going to look up something. I know the experience that we had from being around other couples and what's, what was, what was, what makes me and lets me know that this was God ordained is be just because of the experience. Because he, if this wasn't something that his, that he ordained for us to be a part of, then I don't think it would have been as amazing as it was. Yeah, and and it opened up on a lot of different areas. Um, when we got to check in the mail, it just a lot of things just opened up, as if God just was placing stuff in our hands before we even got there. When we got there, you know, even the ride there wasn't bad, and the ride home wasn't bad. It was just a lot of stuff that just happened, you know, and our minds were made up and our yes was our yes. So we was we knew we was going. We knew it was going to be a long drive and, you know, we knew we was going to have to come back. So I believe because our yes was yes, God settled us in the entire trip. Right. And more so me, y'all, because as, as I'm pretty sure that I've said on other podcasts that sometimes anxiety tries to come on real bad for me especially when on, on long trips like this one that we drive. But I told the Lord, I was like, okay, I'm, I've gotten the clearance from you now. Can you please have us go these back roads? <laughs> uh, start us out on them just to get my mind together. And so it was just a quick prayer. I prayed on that Thursday. Yeah. And it started out, we started out on back roads. So we weren't, you know, we eventually got to the interstate, but... It was a lot of back roads when we first left, and it was, but it wasn't tedious. Does that make sense? We didn't have to slow down and go thirty-five miles an hour, yeah. or you know, it wasn't a whole bunch of slowness. But it was, it was, the, and the the actual location was beautiful, and so I I knew what experience that we I knew what we experienced, and when I looked up when I looked this particular subjects up. I just put, I literally put in, why do, do couples need other couples? Mm. And one of our favorite sites came up, psychology.com. And the, the topic of it is why other couples need, uh, why couples need other couples. And just from the couples that we do interact with, I know that it helps us yeah. because we are able to talk about things that we have been through. We're able to talk about new experiences. Yeah. We're able to talk about uh, kids and you know what we've gone through with, with ours and, and they may be raising theirs or we all may have adult children and are able to share stories or talk about the grandbabies and stuff like that. So on the surface, I knew, I pretty much knew what this answer was for this, but a lot of, a lot of times you'll find people some people's perspective of okay, you got a bunch of couples, six to eight, six to eight couples in a in a one house for the weekend. Just something got crazy, got to pop off. Yeah. Some some people have that mentality, but when I tell y'all, it was nothing but love, it respect, laughs, tears, all of the above included in the weekend. Nobody trying to. Just be do too much, it you was, know. Because yeah. sometimes you you run amazing. into where people be, be like, you be like, oh my gosh, they just did too much. But it, it was 
it 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 was a different it was it was it was it was it was God. Period. And so I no I I looked this up and it, it, it actually started talking about uh, research shows that double dates make your own partner more attractive. And I laughed when I saw that because one of the comments from one of the ladies said that she went home looking at her husband all googly-eyed and stuff like yeah. that. And so not all bad things have to happen when, when couples get together. That doesn't always have to be the norm. Good things and you can share ideas and make great connections and make great contact with people, make friends that you didn't know that you would make, sometimes friends that will probably become family friends or people that you end up doing, may end up doing business with. So you you just have to, I think you just have to be, and that's, let me say this because I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself. That's why it's so important that it's something that we do we, whether it be something from the biggest thing to what we may consider the smallest thing, we ask God to order our steps. And that's just, that's just not in big decisions, but that's every decision because it matters because it aligns us with where he wants us to be, yeah. who he wants us to be in contact with in, 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 every, in every stage of life. Yeah. So, um, do you have anything to share on that? Because I know you say I'd be going. Mm-mm. Uh, you got it. A part of this message, a part of this article was saying, it was saying, um, is you, we usually see dates or gatherings as, you know, romance between two people, which that's still important, the date nights with just you and your spouse, it said, but it should be noted that being with good platonic friends can enhance a couple's relationship. If your partner's having a good time, nine times out of ten, you will. And so it just says between 75 and 80% of people that they actually interviewed about this article that were, were married um, and they had some couples that were just, uh, I guess, just couples but not married yet. Mm. And they said uh, they reached a few conclusions about the advantages of, French, of, of friendships between couples. It says uh, there's, and they put them like in three different categories. Okay, so it says they found that uh, couples could be placed in one of these three categories. Seekers, which meant they were very interested in meeting new mm. couples. Keepers, which meant they were content. Those couples were content with the couple friends that they had, though they were open to being friends with new couples. Yeah. But then they had the nesters who are content in staying within a very small circle of friends and not interested in necessarily making uh, new friendships. Mm. And it says people in the first group tend to be extroverts. Like, you know, just willing to meet new people wherever, yeah. whenever. Uh, and then they tend to have uh, the couples in the second group, they said, which were called the keepers, who were content with their friends, couple friends that they had already but still had an open mind to invite new couples yeah. into the friendship. They said those were considered the keepers, and this group tends to have very busy lives that include a lot of family members and activities. They were open to new friends, but not necessarily seeking them. And the third group, the nesters, tended to be more introverted. They may have found each other later in life, uh, kind of settled into who their friend groups are, mm -hmm. and really wasn't 
you know, looking to be looking at for outside friends to be yeah. couples to come into that circle. They're really, because they got together later in life, they're saying they're really focused on, you know, learning each other yeah. and then keeping that same small group of friends that they have. It says... Um, I think you have you have been all three of those at some point. At some life. point? Yeah. Yeah. Because in, in the beginning, uh, we have, at, yeah. at a point in, in our life, my wife was trying to hook us up with every couple <laughs> in the world. In the world, setting stuff up, we going oh. to the mountains, we going to everything. You're crazy. It, it was just crazy, and I was like, "Who do? You, who is these people? I think you like them. Okay, why we just can't go and meet them? Why we got to go all the way out of town with them? With so, so at, anyway, after that part started, then we had a couple of good friends, and she just kind of wanted to stay into that. And then the mm -hmm. Nestor part, I feel like that's where she kind of had nine. She on, because the girls grown up and they got, you know, husbands and stuff now and getting husbands. And she kind of like, them. they're my friends. I don't need nobody else outside of that. And I'm like, yeah, we do. We do. That's why I got the, the dudes in my life, because I, I need I need that. And now I think you starting to realize that, you know, I've always said as, as much as, People might say because they've been hurt or been traumatized or whatever the case is, they don't want to deal with people. We need each other. You just got to find healthy, whole people. Yeah. But you got to be healthy and whole too. Yeah. To to be with. So y'all can, it, 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 it improves your life. You know, it, it, it impacts your life. It, it doesn't take away. It doesn't tax you. It doesn't drain you. It, it doesn't do, it do that. So, you know, our, our friends in our life, they, they handle their own business. They got their own houses. They got children, all that, and we all respect that. But then we have times where we do get together and we do something. So, and we have fun. And that's, I, I think that's, I think that's needed. I, I really believe wholeheartedly that that's needed. And I think that that's something that God created. He didn't create us to yeah. be by ourselves. So... That's my that's my point two cents. Yeah, uh, that what they were saying in the article was that some couples, so some couples were composed from people of different categories. Like one of the one of like the husband or the wife one in the in the relationship. So one was an extrovert, and then one was the introvert. One was the seeker, and one was the nester. Mm. And then they said the those couples, of course, had to compromise to meet each, each other's needs when it came to seeking. You know, new friends and stuff like that. Mm. I think in the beginning stages, like you say, I was a seeker. Yeah. And you, you, I, I mean, you were up for it, but you were like, babe, we, we going? My, my thing you, was, if we go do it, let, let's, let's, you know, do a double date to a restaurant. She, she would be like, so, you know, this we weekend, going on a trip. we going on a trip with them. We going to Tennessee or we going to Alabama. I'm like, what? Well, I don't. I don't even know them. You you know them. They they go to church. You know them. They you seen them here. Like how we know. And then we you know we done get somewhere and you know it's different. It's something crazy pop off. It's different. Meeting somebody at a restaurant, spending an hour or two with them, and then but and then going somewhere with them and staying up on the roof. That's why this experience with the the couples that we went with, it was it was amazing because. 
you know, I, I don't know if they knew they was going to get what they got when they I got don't think there. I they knew that. But once they <laughs> got there, because, yeah, it was, at one point in time, the day, the day before, we was just having fun. So they just thought we was crazy. And then... <laughs> You know, when we started doing sessions, they was like, we ain't knew y'all was, we ain't know. We, we really didn't know. It was like, know. we came in undercover. Under y'all, y'all jokers fooled us. Y'all tricked us, because we didn't know all this was in y'all. Yeah. So, but, you know, and my thing, what us having fun, we, for one, we don't really get a chance to do that a lot. And for two, you know, I wanted to have fun with you, but then, you know, a small percentage of that wanted them to see Cause if you notice, a lot of them wasn't dancing like we were dancing. Mm-hmm. They were kind of dancing. I'm like, it don't make no sense for me to have my wife here and, and you know the song say "Get Up on It" and you not on it. <laughs> well, I don't understand what the problem is. The song say "Get Up on It," I'm on it. Everybody else trying to do a little little line. I know I'm up on it. Well, what the problem is? Follow the instructions. It said, "Get up on it." My wife, y'all hear me blushing. For what? I was like, "Babe, we got to finish the dance." Girl, <laughs> <laughs> I was Jay. I was low-key <sighs> blushing. Oh my god! I was having y'all, a ball. We had a, we really, we really I was having did. a ball. It was so funny. Um, so it said those those couples who have one is the seeker, one is the nester. Of course, they had to compromise to kind of meet in the middle. Yeah. Um, where one pushed, you know, so push the other one to socialize a little bit more. And I think I've been in that spot too when you kind of pushed me a little bit. But also, when I was in the seeker position, I kind of pushed you a little bit. Yeah, and I think... It, it wasn't too horrible. No, but I think <laughs> the reason it changed because the relationships that you were trying to start with like couples and then it was a whole lot of stuff with the couples. Yeah. And, you know, you kind of saw that in a lot of different, you know, couples that you tried to befriend. Mm-hmm. And then you got like, okay, so I'm going to st- take a step back now because, you know, I want to go and have fun with y'all. And right. we wind up going and then, you know, y'all on one side. Y'all, y'all, y'all fussing on one side of the room and then we over here hugged up like, hmm. And loving on each other. Yeah, and y'all, and y'all just not. Y'all few. So I think she. I think you pulled back after that. Yep, I did. And, and now I you real, you real cautious. Real cautious. Cause when I told her we was going, and I said hey, we gonna be, we gonna be facilitating the sessions with the couples, she was like, mm. let me ask God. And then I said, <laughs> she said, where we staying? I said, so. Um, <laughs> We go all so we go be in a you know they got a room a, a house they got a lot of rooms and we gonna be staying under the same roof and she's like granted the house was beautiful it was amazing she's let me go back to Jesus real quick and hey <laughs> you tripping the man the man of God knows his wife though I said that I made sure I told I told him I said just give me a minute she gotta consult God on it. So she came back and she said, so, I mean, he said, I mean, he said, yeah, but. I think I low-key was still trying to kind of. I mean, we're going to be in the house with all the, we, we know the people, baby, <laughs> baby, let's just go. Because I told, this, this is, 
Y'all, this is what we want to do for a living. We want to travel and and talk to couples and help couples. And I think God gave us a piece of what that can actually look like. Because you already know when we talk to when we talk to couples, especially when we got that thing on us, when we talk to couples, they they like literally share their whole hearts with us. And then wind up saying, I don't know why I'm telling you all this. Right. But you know And we've gotten that a lot too. Yeah, well yeah. you know, but it's 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 our purpose. We're a safe place for a lot of couples. And they don't even know it. We don't even say stuff like that. But we're a safe place. And it ain't us. It's it's the God in yeah, us that they, they none of us they draw to. So that's what gives them a soft heart to be transparent and share stuff because everybody wants some kind of help in an area of their life, especially when it comes to their marriage mm -hmm. and different things. But, you know, some people, they compartmentalize it and they don't talk about it. You know, they kind of let it go on for however many years. And then what, what, they, what, they, what they do? Get a divorce after whatever many years? Yeah. I don't know why I can't remember that. I don't, maybe because I don't believe it. that. Right, he hates it. I don't, irreconcilable inc differences. Irreconcilable no, difference. Irreconcilable. Whatever. It's, 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 it's no such, I don't believe it's such. Well, I think the law, the law created that to get people an option to divorce if they feel like they, we just can't be married. You know, we can be, we can be mother and wives to our children, but we just can't be together. And for some people, that may be their story, and they're more toxic together than they are, would be apart, and so. But, but we, but we would say, a lot of people get married, and they feel like they get married on paper, and then everything just go fall in line, yeah. and they figure, you know, at some point in time, they're not getting equipped. They don't get premarital counseling, so you ain't even been equipped to actually do what you want to do. You mm -hmm. just think because you signed the papers and you did it that it's just going to fall in line. And they ain't how it works. Anything, anything worth having is worth working for. Now, I'm going to stop on that because, you know, that Icareca Basalaba. I can't. He just butchered up the word. I don't so, like it. I don't like the word. To finish with the article, it's talking about how, of course, it says no two people can agree 100% of the time about the extent to which they wish to invite new friends in, new couple friends in. To their, uh, to their smaller circle, you know, into the into their smaller, more intimate circle of friends. It says uh, dragging one spouse or partner into spending time with another couple is not a good idea because then the other spouse is going to be looking like, I don't want to be here. Why am I here? Why you know? Yeah. It, it, it ain't gonna be no no kind of unity. And no kind of their mind gonna be already yeah. made up that right. they're not gonna they like it. I'm not gonna get along. Yep. yep. So the vibe is bad. Everything is blown yeah. off and everything. But it's saying mostly that's for uh, difficult for younger couples versus the older couples who may have time on their hands because they don't have you know. A bunch, you know, a bunch of smaller kids or whatever that looks like. Yeah. Their kids may have grown up. They're empty nesters or whatever that looks like. That's what they're saying is is why they, it tends to work better for the uh, older couple. Um, it says at the same time, uh, when you see your spouse happily engaging with another couple, it can make the person more attractive. And so this is what I was telling you about one of the responses from 
one of the wives. It says, being close with friends that both partners like can bring out the best in everyone, whether it's uh, playing oh. golf, whether it's seeing the, you know, the beach at dawn, laughing at a bad movie, or just sharing a great meal and hearing from that couple how they have handled the normal ups and downs of yeah. life. I yeah. think that was that that happened yeah, a lot. Yeah, that this most definitely is what we witnessed. Yeah. Um, it says it can be instructive and provide ideas about how to handle the struggles that may emerge as they're raising young young children, especially if if you're able to talk with a seasoned couple who has raised their children and now they may have grandchildren, so they've gone through the years of either doing that or assisting aging parents or dealing with some personal issues because. The one thing that I shared with uh, with when we were sharing this weekend was that a lot of people in marriages, and we've shared this before, they think that they're the only ones going through it. Oh, yeah. Because you're in that situation, so you feel like, I can't say anything, I can't, you know, nobody will understand, nobody will know how to help me, this and that. And one of the other things that we shared was that when people, you know, get married, a lot of people will jump to the first thing that they'll jump and say is, oh, well, don't, uh, you, you know, just have a happy marriage. Just, you know, keep everybody out your business. Don't tell nobody your business and all this. But I, like I, I said, I beg to differ because you don't, you don't, what you don't want is to be in a marriage and you're suffering and you're going through all this, these situations, but you don't have anybody to maybe talk to. But what I did say was, I disagree with the don't you don't don't have don't tell nobody what's going on in your marriage. Get you a, a preferably another couple that's seasoned in marriages do have some time and some good food up under their belt and can give you some godly wisdom and principles about marriage. Whether that's maybe your pastor, your first lady, um, maybe a counselor that is a spiritual counselor that that actually gives good, like I said, good, sound, biblical advice when it comes to marriage. That's what I would give for that. Um, so I wouldn't just say, well, you know, don't let nobody, tell nobody your business. Well, a lot of people are in the trouble, marital and otherwise, because they're not saying anything and they don't have anybody. Of course, you ain't going to just be telling all your, your, the, your friends that's single or who ain't never been married or who've been married and maybe, you know, wasn't successful at it or whatever. Be, of course, be careful with who you choose to get counsel from. But that's what I think both of us would would say. You all right? Yeah, I'm all right. Okay. Um, and so it's, the article was going on to share just that um, other, consider, consider this, that couples consider sharing maybe a Saturday or one time a month. Um, put that into your leisure time when you you know not just your date night with you and your spouse but add another couple into it maybe once in a, a month and that's that's what and i think that's what why we developed the the date night part of yeah. our to create that atmosphere and you know the the communication back and forth with the husband and wife you know we put some some activities in there not a whole lot but the, the we we lean more on the questions that we give to the couples at their tables for them to actually have conversation. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's what it's mostly about. So, um, and we've been asked 
to bring it back. It, it's it's coming back. It, it, we just revamping it. We promise. We promise. Yeah, we promise. it's coming back. We've been asked. We've been asked. So it's it's coming. I don't know why I did that. You're so crazy. Another thing that came up when I was having we were having a conversation was, you know, about the part why being with you know other couple may make you. Uh, appreciate your spouse, and then uh, Allison was like, "Well, because they probably see how crazy some other couples be, and they'd be like, oh, thank you, Lord, for my man.'" And so I laughed, but I also shared the the other view of it, or the other aspect that you could think of it from is just being around. I think I may have mentioned it earlier, but just being around other couples and seeing them triumph over things that maybe you're going with, going through, and being able to see that there is light at the end of that tunnel and being able to see also being able to see maybe how that couple's that couple interacts with one another and the love that they have. And you can feel when somebody has a, a, like a shared genuine love for one another that may make you feel like, well, I want that in my relationship. Like, how do y'all get that? How do you, you all get that closeness? How do y'all, you know, how are y'all, after all these years still loving and still cherishing and still being respectful and honoring one another and still liking each other because sometimes that's a question but it that's those are the things that i would think that would make another couple glean from yeah it's the iron sharpen iron yeah yeah, yeah, absolutely um, technique and you know that's why i say you know we need we need people yeah. Good people in our lives, um, that that uh that can that our atmosphere changes that can that can make an atmosphere feel good, and make you feel good about you know what you because being married and loving on your spouse and being together a long time is not nothing horrible it's not bad it's not you know too old it's not sickening, you know and and a lot of people trip when they see me and my wife out because we. We do love on each other. We hold hands. You know, we do all those things. I open doors. So, and I've been doing that, you know, our whole life together. So, you know, it it is a real thing. It is a real thing. We have always said in the past, marriage is not something that you do. It's something that you live. And, you know, there are major parts that has to go a certain way. And then there's other parts that you kind of create your own recipe for for how you work it. It doesn't have to be traditional. It can be however it is. Whatever works for you and your spouse. That's what we that's what we believe in. That's what worked for us. So we're not telling y'all nothing that, that doesn't work. We telling y'all stuff that has worked for us, mm-hmm. and that's why we're still together and we're still moving strong and all that good stuff. So, um, but yeah, this weekend, you know, and we actually shared with the couples, you know, they came and they thanked us, and you know, they were very appreciative of you know our of what we imparted and the direction and guidance that we gave during during the sessions. But what we express to them is, you know, y'all encouraged us as well. It's, it's always a two-way thing. We don't go just to, to give, but we, we look to get something back as well. And if it's just a friendship, if it's just, 
you know, them being transparent, opening up and wanting to be better, you know, it's, it's one thing for a couple to come and they don't want nobody to touch or see or expose that spot. They want everybody to think that they are a certain way. But then there's something different from when you got a couple who are okay, but they know they got some stuff they got they need to work on. And then they can share it in front of other couples. This when I tell y'all this weekend was so amazing. We we did we did a whole lot of praying. And we was asking God to set the atmosphere and set their hearts and let their hearts be tender and let them be transparent and, you know, give us the wisdom to be able to adjust how we needed to adjust. And like I said, we had, it was going to be an hour of a group session with all eight couples. And then after lunch, we was going to do one-on-one -on -one sessions. But we did like a three, almost four-hour session with all of them. And then we did individual um counseling in the entire session that helped the entire group so it, it was an amazing time but god really set their hearts and turned their hearts for it to be something very very valuable and enriched in, in, in enrichment time for them to be imparted into and god gave us what we needed to say and how we needed to move and everything so it was it was a amazing God time. That's all we can say. Amen. It was an amazing God time. And then before the sessions, we had a great time with them, getting to know them, meeting them. And then afterwards, it was even better because now, you know, the, the bond was greater because these people were being vulnerable in front of us. And yes, were we? Yeah. And, you know, now that just took in, in two and a half days, it took relationships to a whole different level, mm -hmm. you know. And being in a house with that many people, um, you expect somebody to have an argument, somebody to fight, somebody to, you know, leave, somebody to leave, somebody to, it's, 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 you always expect something to happen. When I tell you nothing like that, have a, it, it, it didn't happen. It was an amazing, amazing time. The atmosphere was very, very conducive for what God, whatever he wanted to do. Yeah. It was it was an amazing time with a, a bunch of amazing people. So if y'all watching this podcast, y'all know who we talking about, kings and queens. So we look forward to... Um, we heart y'all. Yeah, we, so. we look forward to <laughs> spending some time with y'all again. Um, we already working on a, a, another time for us to come and, you know, spend some time with y'all again. So... That'll be out pretty soon. We're going to make sure we, we put it on our schedule. Um, the, the, the couple that's facilitating the entire thing, they're putting it together. I just told them to let us know in enough time. Um, and some of the couples that we have um, that we, we actually counsel here, um, our couples, we're going to actually see if they would like to come this time. So... I think this is gonna be something that's gonna grow pretty big. Um, so we just gonna put, huh? <laughs> I thought you were gonna say something about me saying on, um, cause I hear myself No, nope, I didn't see, I didn't check you on it, but I yeah. heard it. So um, we will let people know as it continues to, to grow. I, I believe um, 
we have a couple of couples that we're going to train to to help facilitate because I think the the bigger it get, the, we will definitely need assistance with doing stuff. So um, more to come on that, but for everything Mobley's www.momentswiththemobleys.com um, on all social media platforms except for not Twitter but X. Twitter which is now X. We are Mobley Moments. Everything else we're Moments with the Mobleys. If you have any questions, comments, statements, whatever, you can send it to info at momentswiththemobleys.com. You got anything else? No. Yeah, so I answer for you because you already telling me to get off of whatever. So this has been Moments with the Mobleys. This has been Moments with the Mobleys. I am your man, Johnny Mobley Jr. I miss wife, Deidre. It took a long time to say it. Let's try that again. This has been Moments with the Mobleys. I am your man, Johnny Mobley Jr. I miss wife, Deidre. You'll keep pausing. And we... We might be something like an ordinary couple. <laughs> With extraordinary purpose. Forever. See the abuse. And kiss. I don't want no kiss out of you. Peace out, y'all.